Hello and welcome to the Modern Divorce Podcast. I'm your host, Billy Tarasio. I'm the owner of Modern Law, a family law firm in the Phoenix area. I've been a divorce attorney for more than 15 years. I've got four kiddos and I'm divorced myself. And on this podcast, we're going to cover everything related to divorce, be it legal issues, financial issues, children issues, blended family issues, counseling, mediation, and more. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Hi, this is Billy Tarasio with the Modern Divorce Podcast. Joined today for another really fun episode. Today, you get to meet Katie Stapleton. Katie is a family law attorney with Modern Law, and she's sincerely one of the most fun and interesting people. So, Katie, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much. It's great to be here. Absolutely. So, Katie, I don't even know where to start. Talk to me about your upbringing. Where are you from? I know there's so much, right? So um, originally I'm from the East coast, which doesn't surprise a lot of people because I tend to be very straightforward and abrupt sometimes. So, but I'm from the East coast, grew up in uh, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, great Amish Pennsylvania style Dutch cooking. So that's great. And went to Massachusetts for college and did my undergrad there. And then I came out to Arizona to go to law school. So I'm kind of a New England East Coast kid transplanted to Arizona. Very, very cool. Now, one of the other really interesting things about you is you were raised by a single mom. I was. Yep. Yep. There's and it's not a lot of lawyers who can say that it's, it's a really cool thing. It is. And I think that's one of those things that really helps you even appreciate. I'm, I'm all about uh, women empowerment and female empowerment. And I think that that's one of the reasons why. So it's definitely given me a unique perspective. Absolutely. So when did you come out to Arizona? Uh, 2014 is when I officially moved here. I came out for like a month or two. It was supposed to be a um, temporary kind of thing just to see how it was out here, kind of get a break and, and before going to law school in Boston. And I came here, fell in love with it and never went back. What did you do for fun when you were a kid? So much. I was into theater. So I was definitely one of your, your theater kids and I loved being outdoors. I think a lot of East coast people have that in common but I was pretty involved in um, sports and extracurriculars. I swam on swim team year round. So that was fun. Just, just a lot of different areas and eclectic tastes. Absolutely. I could tell when I first met you early on that you probably had a theater background (laughs) and I, I think it's helpful for lawyers. Absolutely. I would agree with that for sure. A lot of what we do is storytelling and presenting and becoming different people. And it feels sometimes a little bit like acting, like improv. (laughs) You know, it absolutely does. And it's one of those things where in, in acting or in theater, you know, you'll be in a musical or you'll be in a show and something doesn't go as planned. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that you, you stop. It means that you keep going and roll with the punches. I, I did ballet for a while and you know, if, if your hat falls off or if you have a costume malfunction, you don't stop, you keep going. And it's very similar in the courtroom. <laughs> Absolutely. I could not agree more. I also was a singer. I remember having, you know, mishaps, like things didn't always go right. You'd have a performance and like, 
you know, you'd miss something or it didn't come out the way you wanted to, or the music was like, you couldn't hear it quite right. And like, you just had to put on a smile and go forward. And that is so similar to what we have to do as lawyers. Absolutely. 100% agree. So where do you live now? So I live in Peoria right now. I am in, it's really in the middle of nowhere, but it's 303 in Happy Valley. So I'm out in the middle of nowhere. I just bought a house recently. So loving it out there and live there with my two dogs. I have a European Great Dane named Othello and he's about 200 pounds. And then I have a red nose pit bull named Cora and she's about 75. So I have a lot of dog. They love you. (laughs) They love you so much. You, I've, I've been to your house. And when, when you walk right. in, it's like, the dogs are like, are you, do you belong here? Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> are we okay with this? What do you think? Mom? <laughs> yep. Great cook. That's another thing I know about you. Well, thank you. I, I try and follow recipes. I say, you know what, if you can follow a, re- a cookbook and you can read, you'll be okay. <laughs> nice. What is your favorite type of food? So I really love baking. And I think that is, that's something that I learned from my mom. So I know she used to bake and and do a lot with that. And so she would always make cakes. And then when baking them, she would, you know, when she's mixing it together, one of the things she would say is you mix in good thoughts and like good, good positive vibes. And then that goes to whomever you are, you're giving the baked good to or whatever. So I take a lot of joy in doing that. So that's fun. She sounds fun. Yeah. Yep. It's great. (laughs) What types of family law cases do you find are your favorite? So that's tough because there are so many that differ in so many, in varying ways. And there's a myriad of cases and they all are not one case is the same. So family law is not a one size fits all. It is definitely tailored to the individual. So I generally do like dealing with parties that can be contentious. I I do. uh, It's not that I would feed off the drama in any way, but I think that as, as attorneys, part of our job is to manage realistic expectations while also advocating for our clients to the best of our ability. And that's something that I take pride in and I find joy in. So definitely cases where there are um, kids involved, those are things that I, I like to be involved in. And, and those are things that I like to litigate. I also like cases that appear very contentious and then I'm able to help facilitate settlement. I was certified in mediation in law school. So it's one of those things that I think is extremely rewarding and is often very valuable to the parties. So it's kind of a two hat system because on the one hand, I love the litigation. I, I do like being in a courtroom, not going to lie about that. It is kind of like a stage. So, but you know, you're, you're in the courtroom and I, I love that aspect, but then I also love the ability to further help my clients and facilitate any type of mediation whenever it's appropriate, of course. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It can't Mm -hmm. always be done, but I totally agree with you. It is the high stakes, high conflict cases where we're able to make a biggest impact. And so it's not like, I agree with you. I don't feed off drama. You know, certainly it's nice to help people come to their agreements, but there's not a lot of value. We're not offering as much value in those cases as we are in the cases that nobody's anywhere near 
<laughs> where they need sure. to be. And then sure. we can either bring it over the finish line, either by facilitating a complex agreement or taking it to trial. Absolutely. Absolutely. What made you want to do family law? So I interned and then I was I involved in different types of law before stumbling into family law. And I, I interned in Pennsylvania and I did probate for a while. And that it was, you know, honestly kind of a depressing situation because the attorney that I was in had black folders and blue folders. And I was like, oh, is this a color coding system? And she's like, no, the black ones are for clients that are dead. So that, that was not great to be around every day. So I, I knew what I didn't want really as far as that. And then in law school, I actually was part of a program. It was a type of pro bono situation where we would offer guidance or, you know, help in, in some way to people who were going through family law type issues. And that was just something where I felt that I could really excel in. And, you know, then taking a family law course in, in law school, not all courses prepare you, of course, uh, for real practice, as we all know, but it was definitely something and in, in a culture in which I found that I thrived. Absolutely. It's people. It is. It is. It is people law. It's dealing with personalities. And I love the sociological nature of that. So mm -hmm. uh, I think that's important for us all to know and be aware. Let's see, before we wrap up today, what are three weird facts about you? Oh boy. Putting me on the spot here. So three weird facts about me. Um, okay. So three weird facts I would say about me. The first one would probably be, I love to travel and I typically like to travel alone. Mm. Um, and how that seems or may at first glance appear scary. I actually find it very rewarding. It's my way of kind of recharging, um, and getting in touch with, with myself, with nature, with, with history, which I love. And I've, I've gone quite a few places by myself. I typically stay in hostels. So it's, it's a pretty fun experience, not one that people generally assume, but I think it's, it's a fun time. I've been to China. I've been to Scotland, um, Ireland. I've been around France and, and Italy. So it's, it's been a fun time doing that, but I do think it, it qualifies as an odd thing about me just because most people are, you know, think that travel is, is only rewarding if you go with somebody. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's great when you go with yourself. Mm -hmm. So that would, that would definitely be one weird fact or, or something about me. The second one I would say is maybe this is more common, but I do tend to watch like horror movies to decompress <laughs> or like crime <laughs> podcasts. I love like law and order. And, and that's just a way of decompressing, <laughs> which is, is somewhat strange, but at the end of the day, I mean, it's, it works. It's perfect. And then the other one would, would be, I do love, I kind of nerd out over like Harry Potter and, and stuff like that, which is, you know, odd as an adult, I think, but I, I love those, those type of books and, and things like that. So I would say that those are three type of maybe not mainline type of things about me. I love it. I love it. So we've got traveling alone hostels, which hostels I think is like super weird. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is, but it really ties in with the, I mentioned the sociological aspect of, of being an attorney before, and it ties into that in a way, because when you're in a hostel and, and you are alone, you don't have a choice, but to make friends with the people that you are with. 
And I have an extroverted, more ebullient personality anyway. And so I find that to be extremely rewarding. And I still have friendships with people that I met in hostels years ago. So cool. Katie, thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I know that your clients and potential clients are just going to love getting to know you. And I have enjoyed this. So thank you so much for coming on the show today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Have a good rest of your day. Thanks so much for listening to the Modern Divorce Podcast. Remember, anything you've heard today or anything you read online is not the replacement for actual consultation with an attorney and does not create an attorney-client relationship. Even if you called in and we spoke to you, you are anonymous and we don't have your details and you have not become a client of Modern Law. However, we would love to speak with you or you should seek out the advice of legal counsel or counseling or any other expert near you. And if you have an idea for a show topic or you need to speak with an attorney in Arizona, you can reach me at info, I-N-F-O, at mymodernlaw.com.